Today on episode number 98 of the podcast, we're responding to your questions and comments. What's up, VIPs? Welcome to Life After Sight Loss Radio, the podcast helping you discover life after sight loss. My name is Derek. I am your resident VIP, aka visually impaired person. And across the table from me, as always, is our resident sighted supporter, my lovely wife, April. Hello. All right, here we are back. This is episode number 98. We're crawling to that episode (laughs) number 100, which we do have something special planned for episode 100. So if you're listening, make sure you subscribe so you won't miss that one. But today, we're going to respond to some comments and some questions. Now, I pulled this from a post that I put out and some YouTube videos. We don't have a ton. I just thought we'd respond to a few. Um, Some of them are really nice and some of them are questions. So anyway, we're just going to read down through them, respond, and we'll see what happens. So why don't you give us the first one? All right. This is from Claudia. You are making a worthwhile contribution with your YouTube channel. Glad to see you again. Keep it up. Meanwhile, keep in mind that it's not so much how wide a reach you have, but how much you of a benefit you can be to the audience you do reach. Quality is not always measured in numbers. Mm, that's so true. So yeah. first of all, thank you to Claudia thank for those you. kind words. I got a lot of glad to see you back. Oh, uh, I bet. You know, yeah. <laughs> so, um, but that was such kind words, making such an impact. And the reason I brought this up, other than because I feel nice, uh, is because she said it doesn't necessarily matter uh, how many you're reaching, but it's it's about the impact you have on the audience. Right. Now, I thought it was important to bring this up because sometimes we think like, well, I'm not going to change the world. I'm not going to do amazing things, but it's not always the numbers. It's about the impact you have on the people around you. Yeah. You know, so it could be your family, it could be your friend circle, it could be whatever. If I think we heard one time we adopted a dog and they said, you may not be able to change the world, but for this dog, you can change their world. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And I think though it was about a dog, I think you can put that in lots of different ways. You may not change everything, but for this one thing, you can make a huge impact. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's what uh, the podcast and the YouTube channel are doing. I think I've come to the conclusion I'm not going to make a bunch of money or have a bunch of subscribers. But for those few that watch and those few that listen, they're hopefully going to be impacted and to know that they're not alone and you know right. life's going to go on for yeah. them. So, all right. So thank you, Claudia. We, uh, we really appreciate that. All right, next comment. Oh, I'm reading all of them? Yes, you're reading all of them. Oh, I didn't realize. Okay. (laughs) Yes. All right, from Lauren. So this is a question. How do you go about making content as a VIP? I'm a blind YouTuber myself. All right, so Lauren, welcome to the YouTube world, depending on how long you've been here. Uh, How do I make content? Uh, It's a challenge for certain things, like um, getting the things set up and make sure I'm in frame, because right now on my camera... There is a flip screen, which my wife can see and make sure we're centered and all that stuff, but I cannot. And so when I do it by myself, I have to make sure that I'm in frame. So I have to record my, I have to hit record, sit down for, you know, five seconds, get up. Okay. That was okay. Do it again. I have to do it sometimes six or seven times. I'm pretty good about setting it, you know, cause I've done it enough times, Sure. but there's definitely some times where I'm like, okay, I got to get this right again. So there's unique things like that. I have to make sure that the light is right. I have to sometimes lose videos because it just didn't work out and I didn't know. Um, But, I mean, I make YouTube videos and podcasts the same way most anybody else does. There are just challenges you have to overcome. Yeah. And my my one big thing, piece of advice, is keep it simple. Yeah. Like, don't try to do crazy stuff because the reality is I'm making videos for people who can't see a lot of times. And... 
the content isn't necessarily something where I need a thousand edits or I need fancy graphics or whatever. Mm-hmm. Keep it simple and get what you want to say out there, yeah. whatever you want to say. If it's about sports, fashion, being blind, whatever it is, you have something to say. So just hit record and say it. Say it. You yeah. know, um, my biggest pet peeve is making sure I'm in frame. Like if I'm out of frame, if my head's cut off, I'm way up, That I want to get it right. Yeah. I don't know why. I just want to make sure I look good, you know, in the frame and everything. So yeah, my, my best piece of advice, keep it simple. Find the things you want to do. Use your iPhone, whatever, but keep it simple and just hit record and go for it. So you can do it. Thanks for that question, Lauren. We appreciate it. All right, next. This is for Michelle. Book reading with a, with book readers. Do you use them and which one works best for you? So book readers are things that, if you don't know, uh, there are pieces of uh, equipment that you might download books onto and they're used for that purpose. They have, you know, tactile play buttons and fast forward buttons and things like that. Um, those were real popular several years ago mm-hmm. um, because we didn't have technology like we do now i don't use a book reader um in fact uh remember the cassette tape do you remember the, the, yeah. the yellow one yep you know i do uh, i don't use that i don't have one of those don't use those anymore because i have my iphone mm-hmm. and so i use audiobooks on my iphone uh, i have the kindle app on my iphone uh, i use bard mobile which is the national library service for blind folks which their app kind of looks like what a book reader device would look like it's got the buttons oh. laid out the same way so it's really <laughs> interesting but no i don't use a book reader anymore I use all apps and, and that sort of thing, and my computer, my phone. Um, I'm sure there are uses for that, but I don't use those anymore. I use my phone now, and uh, yeah, I don't have much else to say. If Get a phone, I guess. <laughs> no, that sounds bad. If you have a book reader, uh, kudos to you. I'm sure there's tapes, CDs. Now you can get digital downloads yep. onto a book reader, and um, there's several out there, but I use my phone for 100% of it all. So thanks for the question. Appreciate it. Next one. I love listening to audiobooks, but sometimes the narrator's voice spoils my enjoyment of the book. I just wondered if other VIPs have the same pet peeve. And that is from Francis. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. We've I, talked about this before. Yes. In <laughs> fact, if I will miss out on a book many times if the narrator's bad. I had a friend who was reading a book and they were like, oh, you got to read this book. It's so good. I was like, okay. So I list, started listening to it and, and my friend does audiobooks as well. And so I started listening to it and I was like, this is awful. Like this narrator had 12 accents, I think, all at once. I don't know how in the world he did it. Oh my goodness. Uh, It was so weird. He wasn't trying. He just had a weird, he was from like five places or something. And I was like, I can't follow this. And so I asked my friend, I was like, do you, did you like this narrator? He's like, yeah, he he was kind of weird. I was like, I can't finish the book. Like it is, it is that bothersome to me. And and so I will choose books based on the narrator. Yeah. Um, John Grisham books I really like. And there's one of those narrators. His name is Michael Beck, B-E-C-K. He's great. Like he does the voices and he does inflection. He's wonderful. Um, I read Star Wars books and <laughs> there's a guy, his name is uh, escaping me right now, but uh, Mark Mark Thompson, that's his name. Mark, M-A-R-C Thompson. He's great. Like he does the right voices. He's wonderful. Some other narrators are just not good. Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, you've listened to audiobooks before. Yeah. If it's a bad narrator, it's, it's I don't. Good. I don't know that I put that much into the narrator though because I haven't read nearly as many as you have obviously so the ones that I have read I feel like they've all been fine now if you listen to that narrator you may have a different opinion though yeah so you were listening you read the uh Richard Castle books yeah and I remember you read one um that we listened to in the car Uh and that guy was okay like there wasn't anything wrong with him or whatever but I was like 
uh, I can't tell the difference in this voice and this voice. I don't, you know. So, yeah, narrators can really kill a book you for me. You can mess it up, Maybe huh? it's just a pet peeve <laughs> of vision impaired people and people that like audiobooks. But, yeah, really, you got to be a good narrator for sure. All right, next up. All right, Stephen has another question. Hi, Derek. I was wondering, does this feature come on an iPhone? And it says reminders in parentheses. parentheses. Yes. There you go. Yes. So Stephen's asking about the Reminders app, which I had a video come out a few weeks ago uh, talking about the Reminders app and not forgetting anything. And he asked if it came on the iPhone because I demonstrated with the iPad. Yeah. So, yeah, if you see it on the iPad, you're probably going to be able to see it on the iPhone. It's going to look a little different, sound a little different. Uh, voiceover is going to be the same, though. The gestures are pretty much the same, all that uh, sort of thing. So if you're using an iPad and you don't have an iPhone or vice versa or something like that, and you're wondering, is it going to be a similar um, experience? Almost 100%. It's going to be nearly the identical exact same experience. Now, the app will be laid out slightly differently. You know, the uh, iPad may have a sidebar that the uh, iPhone won't have at the same place, but it's going to have all the same features. Right. So, yeah, that's why I like the Apple ecosystem, because, you know, if you have a... I don't know, a Google phone and a Samsung tablet, they're going to be set up a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, that's not bad. You can certainly use those. But I like the Apple ecosystem because it's all pretty much going to be the same. Well, and you can also connect the Apple devices phone to your iPad and vice versa and share files and photos Mm -hmm. and, Mm -hmm. and things like that. And does Reminders share that as well? Yeah, with iCloud. Yeah. uh, Yeah, absolutely. If your Reminders are on your phone, it's on your iPad, it's on your computer, it's everywhere. It's everywhere. Yeah. So, which again is what they want you to do. So you pay a bunch of money to get in their ecosystem. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's the same stuff all across the board. So check it out. It's good stuff. Um, and this is a comment on that reminder video, I think. And this says, haven't used the reminders app for years. Going to go back and give it another shot. Good video from Michelle. And, and thank you, Michelle, for that kind word. And that's, I included this because it's one of those things where you're like, I tried that. It didn't work. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe give it another shot. Yeah. You know, go back and try something else because if specifically talking about like Apple products, I mean, there's been a bunch of software updates over right. the years. There's been a bunch of additions to apps and things like that. For example, with the Reminders app, they've added a lot of things since they first started using Reminders. And so it's starting to rival some of those to-do apps. Yeah. I use a different to-do app myself, but Reminders would certainly do it for you if you wanted to use that. So I would say if you've tried VoiceOver, if you've tried another assistive technology thing, go back and try again because it may be a different experience now, especially if if you've been visually impaired for a while, mm-hmm. you have some more, um, I don't know, you, you just understand being visually impaired better. And so yeah. you're like, oh, I know how this is supposed to work for me now. So yeah, yeah go back, give things another shot. <laughs> uh, Francis says, I'm only partially sighted and I was terrified when I first got home because I was convinced that I couldn't be independent. Derek, you are 100% right. It was very difficult at the beginning, but as I got my independence, oh, sorry, um, but as I got my home adapted for my condition, gradually my independence grew, and now I live a totally independent life. This might not seem like much to others, but it was a major step in accepting my situation. Mm-hmm. I include this for a couple of reasons. One, she said I was 100% right, and that's always Woo-hoo! good to hear. Uh, but secondly, uh, the idea of like taking those steps at the beginning might not seem like a big deal. But this person saying, like, now I live a totally independent life. Right. Maybe at first they didn't. You know, at first they were like, I need help. I need some advice. I need somebody to come in here and help me with these kind of things. And that happens at first. But as you make those small changes, it's a reminder to you that, you know what, I'm making this change and that's going to lead to this and this and then totally independent life. So that's our goal is independence. Obviously, we want to be as independent as possible. But 
it might not happen overnight. And that's a key to remember. Yep. So, all right. Thank you for that comment as well. Mm -hmm. Snappy Cat says, put those knives and mandolins away and use a hammer instead. It's more fun, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I included this because we did a podcast a few weeks ago about kitchen hacks. Mm -hmm. And we talked about uh, cutting my hand on the mandolin slicer. We talked about you cutting Cutting, yourself with a knife. And I love this comment. It's just like, put those away and get yourself a hammer. (laughs) I don't know why I found that funny. I'm just imagining somebody like going to town with a hammer uh, on the chicken and the cucumbers or whatever yeah. they're trying to cut. So I can't know, imagine what their kitchen looks like. I can't imagine. It's you know splattered what? Splattered everywhere. Sometimes <laughs> though, it feels good to hit things because you know you're I upset. Bet. You know, just oh, yeah. if you're gonna tear something up, maybe go outside. Um, but yeah, uh, I just thought it was a funny comment. That is funny. Plus, their Thank you. screen name is Snappy Cat, so that's always a good one. All right. Yeah. James says, hello, April and Derek. Just wanted to write and say thank you for all that you do. My 20-year-old son lost his vision vision to LHON in October of 2022. You both have been instrumental in our journey so far. All of the YouTube videos and podcasts have helped in every way possible. Please keep up the amazing work. Lots of love from Canada. All right. So this is James. I think this is our last comment. Um, So I included this for several reasons. One, uh, he mentioned his son has LHON, mm-hmm. which is what I have. So I was like, oh, yeah, fellow LHON person. Um, secondly, that October 2022 was, at the time of this recording, about four months ago. Yep. So not that long not ago. Long. And I'm like, wow. I, I was trying to think back of when I lost my sight and what four months would have been. Sort of fall of... 2001. Mm-hmm. And that was a rough time. I was, I didn't go to college that fall because I was trying to, you know, be blind. Um, I was home alone. Uh, there was just a lot of chaos in the world because of 9-11 that yeah. time. Um, there was just a lot happening. Now I did end up going get my first guide dog around that time as well, but man, it was just chaos. There's yeah. just so much going on. And so I'm thinking about this young man who's 20 years old, losing his sight, having to face life differently. And it's like, I remember that. Yeah. And I wanted to just include this to say, one, I'm so glad that I and you and us can be an encouragement to yep. this. But two, just to say, hey, you know what? I was there. I was there. And now, 20 plus years later, I'm here. And my life is good. We have a great time. We have two kids. We have a wonderful house. You know, we live a good life. Yep. And you can too. And you're not alone when it comes to this. Um, I appreciate, I mean, and I also included it because they're from Canada. And so I love that we're getting people from all over the place. (laughs) That's really neat. Um, But yeah, just a huge reminder that you're not alone. A huge reminder that, yeah, it is hard. I mean, four months in, my gosh, I can't, I can imagine because I was there there. and it was awful. But I, I really just don't think about those days anymore Mm -hmm. until something like this comes up and reminds me and says, hey, remember this? That was rough. And it was rough. But while I still have rough days today, I still go through the grieving process occasionally, I still face hard things, mm-hmm. I still also live a really good life. Yep. And I hope for James and his son, they hear that and um, you know they're really encouraged by that. So, all right, that was our last one. Okay, so here's our question for you this week. What is a question for you that you've had that has gotten answered by your own search. Sometimes, you know, we put questions out there. We're like, what's going to happen? And, you know, when I first lost my sight, it was like, what am I going to do? I don't know any blind people. I don't know what's going to happen. And I just had to start finding out those answers for myself. Now, with the world of the internet and YouTube and everything else, there's so many things that we can find answers for. And this video or this podcast and others, people have found answers. So what is something that you found an answer to by your own search? I would love to hear about it. You can leave it in the comments of this video or send an email to lifeaftersightloss at gmail.com. 
So before we get to the quote of the week, we've got just a few housekeeping items for you. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to give a big thumbs up and hit subscribe so you don't miss another single episode. And if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, subscribe in your favorite podcast app and consider giving us a rating and a review. Also, we'd love to hear from you, all your thoughts, all your questions. We responded to some today, but of course, we'd love to respond to others in a future episode. So let us know by sending an email to lifeaftersightloss at gmail.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at lifeaftersightloss. All right. So now we got the quote of the week. So let's jump on into You're doing a lot of reading this week. I am. It's good for you. It's good practice. All All right. right. Next for the quote. Everyone tells you what's good for you. They don't want you to find your own answers. They want you to believe theirs. And that is Dan Millman, and he's an author. Now, I think that he was talking about something else probably uh, specifically in this. But what the reason I chose this is because a lot of times you hear outside voices telling you things, especially when you lose your sight. Like, And sometimes you hear inside voices, you know, oh, the voices that tell you absolutely. your life is over, yep. this is going to be awful, and things like that. And he said, you know, I think in the context of this, he's talking about, you know, just believe me, I'm the guru, believe everything I say. It's like, no, you need to seek out your own answers. Yeah. And I'd say that's true, absolutely, seek out your own answers. And in this case, you know what, seek out the answers that you're not sure uh, what you're going to do, but also listen to people like me, like Sam from The Blind Life, like other YouTubers, other podcasters who say, hey, life is hard, but it's great. And here's some ways to make it a little easier, a little better. You know, all the things I said earlier, Yeah. like, you know, yes, I want you to believe my answers, mm-hmm. certainly, because I think I've had experience, but I also want you to always look for the answers in your own life. Find those, be your own advocate when it comes to those things. Absolutely. And you can do it. All right. Well, we want to thank you so much for listening wherever you are, whether it's Canada, here, abroad, anywhere else. We love, love, love that you listen. And we want to thank you for listening. And we want you to remember that sight loss isn't the end. It's just the beginning. My name is Derek. And I'm April. And we'll see you in in the the next next one. Thank you.